You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Yo, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is Brother E, and I will be your host. To, sorry, I'm, I'm kidding. I didn't want to snatch it from you We're actually going like to use that. that. How are you, doing? What's up, Brother E? How are you? Thank you for taking it away. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. No, that, that was actually pretty dope. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. It wasn't my idea. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, what to do, what to do, fam, what to do. Hi, Cookie Monster. How's it going? Good. How are you? All right. T-Mac, what's up? how have you been? I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah, I've been hiding. I've like been hiding. Guys, I literally was on the episode with Tanya. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then the other day you had to leave, like, early. Another day you were AWOL. Then the other day... Anyway, I'm here doing? now. Okay? That's all that matters. That's what matters. I think you need to get your priorities straight. Well, apparently, according to Brother E, people change after they get married. Oh, yeah, so that's that. Well, they do. They do. Well, yeah, we understand that. Maybe that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You, you have changed. Yeah. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Seriously? Like, seriously. In a not good way? Yep. That sense of humor oh. thing I mentioned. Yeah, like, it's for the real. Honesty that comes out in this room. Like, I don't know how I it's, it's actually hard to, It's hard to lie on a Christian it. podcast. Like, <laughs> and then they look me in the eye and they say these uh, things. Flattery like, just doesn't. No way. Yeah, anyway, flattery is cool. different in it's this context. No, it's okay. We'll have Listen, a like, we understand. Like, we understand. We'll have a side conversation about how I've changed. All right. Thank okay. You. Oh, so you don't, you don't take my word for it? No. Oh, okay. I guess. <laughs> no, you have changed in some good ways, though. Like, just one or two, yeah. Guys, let's change subject. Cool. So, speaking of marriage, uh, two singletons in here. How far along are you in your marriage journey, Brother E? I'm not married at all. Yeah, are we not on the journey, on the road? Yes. Approaching, approaching. Are you at half past quarter yeah, to like ten? Yeah, like we're, we're, we're I'm, not I'm not familiar with this uh, with that aggregate, but <laughs> but I can say the the mindset is there. And the, the mindset, the mindset, and the, and the determination. Oh wow, oh, mindset be, is the be, most important. Yeah, thing. I mean, yeah, Guys, yeah. We're still in visualization. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, what you you wanted me to tell you like I've got like I've allocated. Yo, but before I forget, T Mac, I was just joking Something. about you changing. Hey, just okay. like yeah, I was just joking. What it's, not, it's what? not that. It's I'm gonna text thing. you. Just know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you have you might be listening and be like, you know, oh. what? <laughs> um, yeah, she hasn't changed that much, guys. She's still cool. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> your journey. Yeah, are you? I thought they were going to ask you next, man. I love how no, you I'm getting asked this question. But, but we were talking about mindset. I'm getting asked this question yeah. all the time. So I now have a standard response. I'm, I'm no stranger oh, to okay. it. But What's I guess your... since I'm on the spot, yeah, let's talk about it. What do hmm. you guys want to know? No, like, where are you? Where I'm, I'm preparing. There is, preparing a, per- there is a person? Uh, of course there is. Yeah, okay. yeah, that means you're, yeah. you're further along than many. Ah, there are many people. Some people have multiple people, but that doesn't bring them any closer to marriage. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, so let's let's That's let's contextualize true. it but okay. but but yeah on a serious note yeah um yeah to answer your question um let's see let me give you something tangible i think we're at the introduction phase is wow it? yeah we 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 yeah that that's a cat does yeah. a cat like her yeah, yeah absolutely so that's, oh that's like, she she's got two dogs her dogs love me Oh, that's yeah. So we've got our family what going already. Animals don't like each other, <laughs> right? Allergies. Uh, yeah, we brought that up, and then so she brother, was like, brother, e, the brother E's got a cat. <laughs> brother E's got a cat called Karma. Mm. Yeah, we should, cool. we should we should have a whole episode about that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, just he, the whole concept of Karma. I just mm. think that is a 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like every time mm-hmm. I visit your house and your cat comes out, I'm just thinking, karma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so for those who don't know, there's nothing religious about it. I'm a big video game person and there's a video game character by that name and hey, we just stuck that on the cat. He's into Eastern mysticism. Oh <laughs> what did we say about lying on this show? This show Where's that lightning bolt? I could die. <laughs> Okay, jokes, jokes. Okay, back to the trajectory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that is that what you you wanted yeah, to discuss? Let's let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's cool. Introductions. Yeah, I, I think we can. My turn is over. Yeah. Yeah. Over, awesome, oh, yeah. over to you. Uh, yeah. Or to Monster, me. Yeah. Cookie Monster. Guys, but you're just being offered coffee left, right, and center. No, 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 no. I wasn't offered. You and your coffee are I'm over it. How's it going? Are you getting? Are you getting further away from just one cup and closer to a pot, or <laughs> you want to be receiving cups? Let's write it in Your cup ran over. Brother, <laughs> wow. It's your day, man. Mm-hmm. It's your day. It's your yeah, day. He's, he's so cheeky. My goodness. Uh, well, what's the question? <laughs> oh, <laughs> on, on the journey to marriage, where, where, where are you? Ten past... <laughs> Well, let me answer it this way. Let me let me let me answer it this way. <laughs> oh wow! Just like I don't know. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You said you have a standard response. What's the standard response? No, I can't get that response right now because it's not very like podcast friendly. But, oh my goodness! Um, I let's just say I, I want to get married. Okay. Yeah. So we're still in that decision in has been made. To <laughs> you know, I got so much I want to say, but I'm afraid of getting judged by it. to uh, eventually get married has been made. Yeah, right. That's where we are. That's where we are. Are you having when dreams you, about it when or nightmares you make about that? it? Like when you were 12, I don't. Understand. Oh no, no, no. Ma- marriage. There was a time when I really wanted to get married, mm-hmm. um, and I was in a relationship. And then it didn't quite work out. Then I kind of shelved the whole idea. Okay. And then, like, then it just got shelved. Oh, no. Then, okay. like, yeah. Then the shelf life kind of went over and then it expired and then everything was forgotten. And then I just concentrated traded on, on other things. things. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I revisited it um, this some time back. And then I was like, yeah, you know, this is something that must be done. You, you know? know, my husband was telling me he was fantasizing about being a husband from when he was nine. Wow. I was kind of like, that's a bit He told me that your dude is just He's such a romantic. Yeah, that's complaining. I have to say, that's admirable. That is actually very admirable. That's very admirable. Nine-year-olds think of those things? Nine. I wasn't thinking about (laughs) that. That's very Yeah. Listen, man. I think... Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but it so, shows in how he treats me. He's very lovely. Like he's very romantic. Well done. Could I'm, I'm not very surprised. Happy to be yeah. Comes so. comes with the name. Well. So, um, yeah, I, the decision has been made. So we're including the guy who shelved the idea in that whole thing, just like that. You guys have moved on from. No one's bothered. No, he I shelved it to the point that it expired. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. I was waiting for someone to respond. To that. Y'all are finally like, yeah, 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 it expired. It's fine, <laughs> guys. Hello, what does that mean? What does that mean? It just means that I just then didn't want to. Let me uh, say that it just wasn't in sight anymore. It everything became a bit blurry for me, and then I was just like, ah, you know what? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I, I don't. Show. I don't think. Look. Uh, well. Look. You, I, I respect your reasons and everything. I'm sure you got good ones. But I think 
for me, it's always bothered me. I think I'm kind of haunted by that. Um, it's not good for men to be alone type of thing. I, I, I think I, I feel too lonely too quickly. Okay. And it bothers me. I work well. I'm, a, I'm an ambivert, right? Right. So I like people and then I kind of don't like people. But yeah. then I appreciate the people that are closest to me. Right. You know what I mean? So for me, I could never be like that. Like, how do you, how do you go for that long, like, just on your own without, like, your bestie? Is that a rhetorical question? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, a, I it's, think I'm, it's a like, question. I'm, I'm, I actually mean for, it. for me? Yeah, for you. Um, I think, you, you know what it is? So several things. I've just been doing a bit of an analysis of my personality and just the way I've been over the last few years. I've also gone through a lot of different things in life. Um, like I said, I was in a relationship and then I was in a relationship before that. And but, uh, uh, Sorry, to, but during that relationship, you, you definitely had that intention to definitely, commit. Definitely. Uh, okay, okay, go I on. Um, so I think the, the, the thing is, I'm not bothered by being alone okay right and also i don't think i've ever unlike a lot of people who mm. at different intervals in their lives they kind of have this urgency and this i have to do this mm. and like you mentioned right now that there's this sense of discomfort that comes mm. for me um it was like when when certain things didn't happen the way that i wanted them to mm-hmm. i almost then adopted this indifference mm-hmm. towards Marriage. And of course, I was very happy for all my friends who were getting married. Yeah. But it's not like I was like, sheesh, man, I have to do this. Mm. You know, in the same way that sometimes at weddings, people feel this pressure like, hey, man, mm. I have to be next. For me, it was uh, That's like, mostly ladies, yeah. I, I guess. But guys, too, sometimes, yeah, right? Yes. They, but for me, yeah. for me, it was okay. more like, hey, man, like, I'm really happy for you. Mm. But I don't feel the pressure to do the same thing yeah. in, in the same way. Mm. Um, and so... I think, and then I also actually toyed around. Wow, now I'm just really being too honest here. A part of me actually <laughs> toyed around with the idea of being single, like what that would look like, like indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. just like a life, a lifetime of singleness. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought about that, which is uh, not unbiblical. Yeah, yeah, and it was like um, it was actually based on. Well, I'm just putting it up there. It was actually based on uh, just some biblical stuff that I was looking at. I read a book, very interesting book called Seven Myths About Singleness. Mm-hmm. Um, written by a Christian apologist called Blank. Oh, are you sorry about that? No, but get, you get okay. what I did there. Sam <laughs> Sam Albury. We'll include okay, it okay. in the show notes. Sam Albury. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need to include it. Uh, brilliant guy, brilliant thinker. But he wrote this book called Seven Minutes About Singleness. And in that book, I think he mentioned some things that I thought were really amazing and really just very um, countercultural. Okay. Uh, just in terms of how every Christian, that there's this tendency to expect everybody to get married at a certain age, yeah. which is un- which is understandable, right? Mm. But he talks about the fact that, hey, have you ever thought about the fact that Jesus was a single man? Yeah. And that Paul was a single man? Yeah. Um, and that maybe marriage is actually not for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's like, what, have, you, have you considered the fact that maybe God does not want you to be married? Yeah. Right? So he, so he then says, but it's a conversation that we're not having yeah. in church because we, everybody's just like clamoring and trying to get married. Yeah. But for some people, their lives are just supposed to be dedicated to God full time. Mm-hmm. So uh, several years ago when I read that book, and I'll be very honest, um, I really thought about that. And I was like, isn't it crazy how for me the default 
setting was that hey i must find a wife and get married which is great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um however what if that's not my path yeah right? not that i'm saying it isn't because yeah i like things too much but um <laughs> um yeah so so i'm just saying i, I really thought about that seriously yeah and it kind of changed the way that i looked at relationships because i I, I number one thought about the seriousness of marriage. Yeah. That marriage is not something that should be entered into lightly. So it's something that is very big and that is sacred. Uh, but at the same time, that singleness can actually be a gift from God as well. Yeah, for sure. You know. And so when I when I do get married, I don't I, I just want to do it because everybody else is doing it or because I've come of age, which I have, um, and also I'm not bothered by that, which could be a problem. But I want to do it properly, and mm-hmm. I want to do it with the honor that it deserves. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I, I guess that's a. I, I've got a I've got a strange follow up question, but I'm sure anyone listening is going to have the same uh, line of thinking, which is okay. How do you know when it's for you and when it's not for you? Like, is there because if it's God's intention, there must be some way that He's going to. It's obviously going to be very personal, you know. And I'm not saying there's a method, yeah. But I'm sure someone out there is wondering, like, yo, how do I know? whether it's for me and I'm one of the to-be-married people mm. or if I'm feeling like he's feeling and, you know, signs and nudgings and inclinations are pushing me towards this life of, okay. of solitude. Yeah. <laughs> solitude. <laughs> uh, just so that we're clear, I'm not getting interviewed today again. Oh, of course, of course. Okay. Yeah, it's just very interesting for me. discussion. So okay, yeah, yeah, good, 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 good. Um, so the... Short answer to that is that I don't know. Mm. Okay, I'm going to be very honest. Um, and also, just to put it out there, I actually don't believe that the whole single life thing is for me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Um, however, I'm saying that I I thought about is it, it very very you, seriously. You are not able to <laughs> control yourself. <laughs> well, Paul hey, he's not getting interviewed here. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so, so, well. Well, obviously there's that. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, it's just... It's like, you know you know how like your body just starts fighting you? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, yeah, and man, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's that. <laughs> we don't need to get further into that. Um, yeah, Adam's been fighting me by... It's like jujutsu, Adam's. Um, it's a thing. Look for that woman. Well, no, it's... A, yeah, 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 Dev, that, that is... That's okay, that's not a, a problem. Um, the... To answer your question, mm-hmm. I think th- there's several things that I'm thinking about, which is that as a Christian, there's certain things that I think we need to take to consider very seriously, and marriage being one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also um, to consider that, hey, maybe, just maybe, mm-hmm. what if what if God actually wants me to walk down this path? Mm-hmm. If, if this is the path that God has chosen for me, yeah. am I willing... Yeah, to, yeah. to 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 follow to to follow him now to how that him. happens i i don't know i don't know if it's going to be a voice that's going to come i don't know if something that you sense from an early early age i don't know if it's going to come through a prophetic word i think it happens differently for different people uh, absolutely yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying without a doubt yeah, yeah. So, so but i'm just saying that maybe maybe for, for for some of us who are out there who are thinking you know uh i should get married but i don't really don't just succumb to the pressure mm take some time to actually seriously think about it that yeah. is this the path that that i'm supposed to take that there are some people um who take that route not because they 
intentionally don't want to get married, but as a way of safeguarding their feelings. Mm-hmm. For example, men that are attracted to men. You yeah. get men that are attracted to men and become Christians mm-hmm. and then feel like, you know, the only way I can, you know, because they're not attracted to women. So why would I mm-hmm. invest That's a, a whole relationship with someone that I not attracted to or I'm not into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that God can't change desires, but some of them just, you know, make that decision of just being single to honor God. Yeah. And mm. try and repress their And women and women feet. too. So yeah. it works in the reverse as well. Mm. Yeah. Yo. So I think guys guy as I've grown older, I've started to realize how real life is. And also when you interact with different people and actually, so Sam Oldberry, for example, like one of my favorite authors is a pastor in the UK. So he actually has um, same sex attraction. Mm-hmm. So that was one of his struggles until he kind of surrendered that to God. And he then chose to live a life t- to yeah, lifestyle of singleness mm-hmm. so that he could follow God. Right. Which I'd never heard of. That before, yeah, I've, I've never heard of that. Yeah, this, this like, is the first time I'm actually like, hearing about what? this. There's another guy that I follow on on YouTube. He actually used to be gay. Um, yeah, he used to be gay. Then he got saved. Mm. I'll try and remember his name. Um, but I've learned so much from him because he he's made it his mission to minister to people who were actually in that community, mm-hmm. right? Because he understands that he was caught mm-hmm. up caught mm-hmm. up in all of that. Mm-hmm. So. I think also just Jackie being... Hill Perry as well, but she got oh, yeah, she, and she's, yeah. she teaches about how she managed to transition. She's almost a box, right? Yes. I like her. Transition. Um, so, so I think it's important for us, especially as Christians, to really consider the fact that our world has evolved in a lot of interesting ways right now. Mm-hmm. And these are issues we have to discuss, right? Because sometimes maybe it's your brother or a close friend of yours who struggles with this stuff, or maybe your child. Yo. You know what I'm saying? And so if we keep brushing it aside and acting as if it's not real, yeah. then yeah, then we're not going to be relevant to the culture. And so I think it's important for us, especially as Christians, to really think about how, how do we minister to a society that is actually contending with a lot of these things and how, what does that look like yeah. in, 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 in practice? Mm. Yeah. But I feel also like... I just, and also I just want to say that the reason why I'm not married is like not because I'm attracted to... You know, somebody said to me, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Just finish that last sentence <laughs> properly. Do you know, somebody from church mm-hmm. came to me, and he's like a big brother to me, so he's always throwing jokes and stuff. Then he's like, dude, I just want to know, right? He's like, I just want to know. Are you attracted to women? Mm. Is that, like, why are you not married? Is it because you, you're, you're actually, like, attracted to men? Holy cow. Yo, I, I was, I was, initially I was kind of offended, mm. right? And I was like, Naturally, like I think I would. Be. Why would? Then I thought no, but it's, it's a legitimate question. Yeah. Because you know, that's that's where things are. Then I was like, no, 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 bro. Like, man, I love women. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. You know, you, like, yeah, I, I do, I do, I do. Okay. But like, just yeah, to, just to set the record straight, I, right? Yeah. yeah, that kind of sounds funny, but not not in that way. But yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I, I love you. Yeah. And if you're listening, I love you. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> Okay, who was that? You know yourself. Oh wow! Okay. Um, Yes, please. You you get asked so much about when you're getting married. Why is it taking you so long? All this Mm. stuff. And I feel as though, to some extent, the church has put pedestalized. It's made marriage itself just 
the idea of it into an idol almost yeah. because you're almost seen as an incomplete person mm. until you get married and yeah. I'm like you think your congregation is just full of half people because they're not married <laughs> like seriously like the way there's just so much focus on it and it's like once you do it's like ah like, like, yeah. like what was I it's before like I was not worthy of your respect and your admiration yeah. and able to take a leadership position and responsible before I got married and now suddenly I've transformed because I've got a ring on my finger like I just feel like the church also just overdoes the whole yeah. you need to be married thing and then that's how you get people rushing into things or stumbling into things that they didn't even they weren't ready for or they didn't even intend or it's not for love or for wrong reasons and yeah. stuff like that hmm. so I don't know if guys feel the same pressure but certainly oh, yeah. women oh, yeah. because yeah. I mean you yeah. guys you can get a PhD mm-hmm. and accomplish so many things you can open a business and be this successful person mm-hmm. people will be like oh look, that's nice you Junior getting married Woo! like suddenly the yeah. celebration and the yeah. the happiness for you is like neck level compared to all your other accomplishments yeah. so is marriage an accomplishment now? I don't get it yeah <sighs> I kind of get why because I think marriage is the is the foundation of the family institution Mm -hmm. so there is no family institution when there's no marriage so the initial mandate that we got from God doesn't then you know work out the way it's supposed to be so I guess that's why kind of like the church kind of behaves that way. I do understand and I do acknowledge that it actually gets out of, out of hand sometimes. But yeah. mm-hmm. I understand why they they put it on some sort of a pedestal. Like yeah. it's like the greatest achievement. Yeah, yeah. from a- there comes a lot of things. Their children, yeah. there's all sorts of um, things that come from it. The family unit is based off that. There's yeah. Your legacy. Because um, if you're single and you die, you die like yeah but that like what cookie monster is saying yeah. that there's some people whose lives are so fully devoted to god and they remain yeah. single and they do so much for the kingdom versus yeah, the absolutely. housewife yeah who's maybe just uh, spending someone's money and you know but living her best being life a, being a housewife can be a calling right really, that's from, why I said she's god just spending and... money i'm sure there's ones who do other things yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the ones who are just chilling i'm like whoa what have you achieved then yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's pros and cons both ways. Yeah, I love I love what Mr. Kent has just said there about um, marriage being the foundation because really family is the foundation of society, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you raise good families, you're gonna have good so- society and then all yeah. of that. So marriage is important, and marriage is a milestone mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Because mm-hmm. I mean, guys, if you think about it, finding somebody that you love that you click with and actually get married. And um, I think the foundation of, especially godly marriage, is that it's meant to be holy matrimony. So it's not something that you're just getting into mm. um, willy-nilly. You've thought about it, you've considered it, you know the difficulty that comes with it, but you also know the joys and the pleasures mm-hmm. that come that come with it. So, um, so I think there's a seriousness that marriage ought to have when you're a Christian. Yeah. The downside, though, or the danger, I think. I've, by the way, I'm not bothered by all these questions. I'm just like, like I, like I told you, I'm just me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bring it on, bring it on, right? But for me, it's really more like, <clears throat> but are you more concerned about me being married, or are you? Have you considered about whether? Have you considered whether I'm actually going to be a good husband, mm. right? Have you thought about the fact that hey? Does Kuda have good character? Is he is he a good man? So 
the content of my character, the kind of person that I am, am I worthy to to actually raise children and be somebody's husband? I think we should be more focused on that yeah. than the event, as it were. Mm. So maybe our conversations or when, we, when we're challenging people in church circles, it should be really more around, hey, um, what sort of man are you? What sort of man do you need to become in order to be this? As opposed to just, hey, get married because... You know, there's a hot girl in church because then also you've got, you've got the whole divorce thing, yeah. right? Yeah. That in the church, the divorce rate is high and it's it keeps increasing and you wonder why. And of course, you know, if you're divorced and you've gone through a divorce, I know it could be for a number, number of reasons. reasons yeah. But the point is, um, it's not it's not a good thing. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So... We need to think about the whole thing holistically as opposed to just thinking about the event. Because what happens is that people put, put you under pressure. They want you to get married. The moment you're married, then it's you know done. a random thought just entered uh-huh. my mind? Boaz was quite old, isn't it? Who? Boaz. Yeah. Wasn't he like... Brother Bo. A Bali. He was, he was a labi. Saka, maybe your wife is like in diapers right now. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, like, maybe. Like, was he married before? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't think he was. Bra. <laughs> I mean, well, there's no, there's no, there's no record. Of him. <laughs> if I hit fifty, <laughs> just know it's done. <laughs> what do you mean it's done? <laughs> but just know. Maybe she's just reaching. It's okay. It's okay, bro. Like I'll just give away. I'll just give away my sneakers and my Lamborghinis. It's okay, bro. Like it's fine. But, but Boaz, seriously, Tuk was uh, old, bro. I know, but I'm just saying, like, no. I'm, I'm just putting it out there, you know? Thank you. He, maybe he was at the point of giving Cause up. Because Ruth was, like, his 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 nephew's Some, some wife. wife right? yeah. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah. Do I look desperate? No. Oh. Okay. I'm just saying there's okay, we as society have put this timeline. No, I'm just I just want to make sure because you're my friend and you're supposed to tell me these things. Am I like maybe you're like hey no. write the song. No, you let's don't help. have ears of desperation let's, about you. Let's help the song. <laughs> Not even I'm just saying as society we have just put a lot of pressure on people mm-hmm. in terms of the timing, in terms of what the person should even be like. Um, about what marriage entails. But I'm saying in the Bible itself, it's not like everyone was rushing to the altar. Like you've rightly said, there's yeah. some people who remain single forever. There's some people who only got married much later in life. There's some people who were widows and they never remarried. Like there's so yeah. many different scenarios. Yeah, like Elijah, he didn't get married. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Mm, there's no, no mention of his no. wife or anything. In fact, he was being taken care of by widows and mm. stuff. Yeah, mm. so then that's also why I have that and question ra- about... And ravens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and ravens, you say, oh, okay, that's not what I heard. Um, that's why okay so we have these old testament examples of these unmarried men doing amazing things yeah. um oh moses was married but we don't really hear good things about his wife anyway mm-hmm. um, then he married the ethiopian woman, the, ethiopian mm-hmm. woman. the black the black woman uh, okay they didn't smack the black chick but she <laughs> didn't smack her because she was hot because she was hot oh, wow i think this is like her whole sidebar that needs to be explored yeah, on man, its like, own anyway black women but then you have that 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 um You'd need to tell me, PK, where it is in the New Testament, uh-huh. where he says, when they're describing the attributes of an elder, and he must yes, be yes, the yes, man, yes, 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 yes. Uh, whatever. That's mostly Those. Timothy and Titus. Mm. Is they... like, what's the, the, the description? 
Must, must feel, be a husband of, of yeah. one wife. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the other things. Yeah. Was that it? And no, no, no. <laughs> he must be above reproach. <laughs> yeah. Not a drunkard. Must yes. be sober. Yes. Mm. It actually says must must not take too much wine. Yeah. Mm. Um, must handle. Which means he can take some. I'm looking at you like you if really anything's gonna that, disqualify like, you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway. yeah. uh, must be able to control his children, mm-hmm. handle his family, because yeah. if he can't control his children, how can he shepherd the church? But the reason why yeah. they were emphasizing the of one wife thing was because culturally people could have more than one. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Oh, okay. But then that was not the perfect standard. So they wanted to, a leader must set the example. Okay. Sort of and that is why in some churches, until you're married, you're not allowed to take up certain positions of leadership, correct? Yeah, yeah because not as a rule, but it's more of a precaution. Mm. Precaution because there's a higher possibility of you of abusing temptation. your office of falling, and stuff. Yeah, falling into temptation. Falling into mm-hmm. temptation. Do you guys just do, do you look at us single people as just like, like one walking? Like no, 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 no. This is not a walking time, time bomb. Yeah. There's a trick record. No, but that's what I'm that's saying. In the all day, we have an area. Oh, an yeah. area. Yeah. 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 pastors who uh-huh. fall into. Okay. But all these prophets weren't married, and they were doing awesome things. So what's the story? Hosea married a. Okay, prophet. because he was instructed yeah, to do that. Instructed. <laughs> you know, like, okay. I mean, <laughs> Brother E, you've been awfully and quiet. Goma oh, what? Are you, are you <laughs> like just meditating and internal- no, I'm, I'm, internalizing? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of that, and and since you know I've been uh, vetted, you know, and they know I'm I'm far along in the process. I'm looking yeah. at what I should anticipate and the benefits. Right. You know, like once I get into the church, I'm gonna be seen differently and all of that. I'm like, yeah, oh, no, yeah, you'll well. be a whole person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now. Welcome. Awesome. Yeah, right now you're three good. Yeah, I'm yet to be rounded off. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a whole, which is a whole other thing, guys. That what? Why do we? Why do we do that though? Like, why do we feel like? In fact, church versus culture, because I think that those two things kind of um, intermingle, right? That. So part of the pressure comes from church, mm-hmm. but then part of it comes from culture. Uh-huh. And then I think church also starts adopting some things from culture mm. and then kind of co-opts <clears throat> them into how we do church. So where, yeah, where, marriage, is, where marriage is concerned. Yeah. Um, maybe let's talk a bit about that. That Should a line be drawn? Should there be... In the mingling of the two, because I know for I know for certain that within culture, especially like our culture, black well, not black culture, like Shona culture, for example. Yeah. If you are unmarried, it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, what? Yeah. what, what why are you not married? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Should we find you? Should we find you? Why? You know, I've had that. Like, I've had people yeah. just openly say to me, I, "I'll find you." Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's how crazy it is. Somebody, one of my relatives, brought a woman, <laughs> a girl, to. Our house, mm. my mother's house, wow. and was like, "Hey, so what do you think of her?" What? I was like, "Are you effing crazy?" Sorry, mm. the, the, like, mm. the good, the good f. So I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what? I was like, "No, no, no, no." Okay, at at that time, I, <laughs> like, I'm not I, taking I over. Was, I was in a relationship. I was like, "No, no, no, I'm good." <laughs> you even did it. Yeah, but she didn't know. But she's like, ah, bro, you're taking too long, right? Who so didn't it was know? like Your an inter- didn't know. No, the girl didn't know. What? Who didn't know? The relatives. This really, guys. Oh, okay. I don't even really talk to them, bro. <laughs> then they just come, and I'm like, no. So, but that's culture. Yeah. 
I just thought it was hilarious. That's crazy. But this is these are so, the extents so, so, that people so, will so go did to. Did you get a number? Huh? <laughs> did you get a number though? No. Okay. I did not. Where she fly? Yeah. She actually kind of was though. Huh? <laughs> so you guys, your cousin was the Oka. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny, your boy. No, but funny reason, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of other. Oh, things. it was the flood. Uh, there's, there's a lot of other things that have to yeah, be considered. I'm just joking, I'm but yeah, that was funny. I had actually forgotten about that. Uh-huh. Um, no, so, extreme. but my point being, um, to to what extent should church take on some of these cultural things? Where, where do church and culture whoa, whoa. meet? I've got a question. Uh-huh. Where where did the culture come from? Hmm. Wait. What What do you mean? What I mean is those cultural practices. Where did what inspired them? Because sometimes we look at culture and just feel like okay, this culture and this church, but is there really a separation? Where 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 was the inspiration? Where did it come from? Those cultural. What inspired that? cultural view of doing those things yeah yeah good question good question i believe a lot of things that we do in culture especially in our culture i think i think they actually come from a good place mm-hmm. i'm growing to, to appreciate a lot of things about our culture like genuinely i'm just like wow we've got a lot of good mm-hmm. stuff that we do that we often demonize because um we've taken on a lot of practices that are foreign right yeah, yeah. and also i think because of course, the church was quite anglicized, and so we then Christianity in Africa, for the most part, especially post-colonial Christianity, came packaged in Westernization. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, because of that, I think that there are a lot of practices that we just adopted without any critical thought, and so um, I also think it's important for us to understand that. Different cultures, they're different cultures for a reason. So God God wants cultures to be diverse. You know, I, be, I really believe that. And like I'm saying, I think in our culture, the, the, there's a lot of good stuff that we can, we can actually adopt and run. I love the whole aspect of respect within our culture. I love the whole aspect of um, family, Ubuntu, you know. That's, that's, those are all beautiful things. Then even the way we, we honor and revere marriage, you know, that you don't just take somebody's daughter and just start living with her. That's yeah. an that that's mm-hmm. that's a new new. Yeah, the um that's what what I forgot the word I wanted to use. But you have to honor the parents. You have to pay the bride price. And I think all those things are beautiful things. So I'm just saying that I think that there there really shouldn't be a separation in certain things. But I do think where culture now goes against the the truth of the Bible, we have to question. But even with that. Right. Somebody posed a question. Uh, this is actually Tim Balami who asked this question. Uh, he posted this on his Facebook, so it's public, so I can say this. He was like, where in the Bible does it say that um, people have to be married in church? Yeah. Right? So he's been asking all these questions. And I just thought, wow, this is, this is very interesting. Or, T-Mac, if Koda had just gone to your parents and paid the Rora, Mm-hmm. Right. There's some people with, within church today who believe that Rora is not marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still need to do the... A, a, not some people, a lot. A, a lot of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You still need to do the white wedding. Yeah. yeah. Okay? So, but then the question is, is that really true? Is it not enough for somebody to come and honor your parents, mm-hmm. pay what they've got to pay, 
and then you guys are officially married. So we talk about it. They've got to be, there's got to be vows. There's got to be mm. a covenant and all of that. So maybe let's then have that done. In fact, before we even go there, is it enough? Before we even what? go, just somebody comes. Some somebody goes to the parents. They do rora. They pay the they honor the parents. Father says, "Listen, take it. Take it. She's now yours." Is that is that marriage? Is that not recognizable in God's eyes? I think it I is. Believe it is yeah. I think it is because what is marriage? When you look at um, the beginnings of it, did Adam and Eve have a wedding? No, I don't yeah. think so. Well, you not know. that we know. Not that we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was more of who would that, have been there? That <laughs> still would have just been two people. The animals. animals. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Snow White with animals singing. Well, okay. the serpent was there. <laughs> but anyway, um, but if you look at it, it was that whole uh, leaving your mother and father mm-hmm. and cleaving you know, and becoming cleaving, one, right? Mm-hmm. And becoming one. Um, that's where the whole concept comes in. And even if you look at everyone else, the classic example being the story of Isaac, mm-hmm. right? They didn't have a wedding. Mm. It was literally... Or if they did, it wasn't considered noteworthy enough for exactly. it to even be recorded. But if, 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 we, if we stay true to scripture, because if it was that important, scripture would have, would have mentioned, mentioned it. it. Yeah. But what we get is, is the servant going to get the blessing. Mm-hmm. And she gets released maybe with need, the maybe, blessing. Maybe I need an oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you mind you. And what we're told is as soon as he saw her, took her into his mother's bed. I don't know why he took mother's bed, but to his mother's room and consummated the marriage. There was that blessing, the first one being from Abraham when he sent Eliezer, yeah. right? Mm. That blessing to say, hey, go and find a wife. I'm mm. giving you a blessing for my son to go and find a wife right mm. and then going to seek that blessing when you find the wife and like can we have your daughter and once that's done that's what god honors honors because mm-hmm. he it, it outlines in genesis that a man will leave his father yeah. and mother and a mm. woman will leave her father and mother and together they'll become so one. when once that blessing happens it's something that god has already ordained so when that happens yeah. yeah, whether you decide to celebrate and whatever or not. So you're saying that yeah. blessing is inherent in the decision to leave and in the permission given. Yes. By the parent. Yes. So there doesn't need to be a pastor pronouncing no. a blessing. No. So but there, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not really like a prerequisite. Yeah. yeah. And in the New Testament, do we have example besides? Okay, yeah, we know Jesus attended a wedding. Yeah. But apart from that, but we that, don't know if we don't know there was a pastor mm-hmm. yeah. or someone giving a blessing. We're not given that. Yeah. yeah. So this these are some of these yeah. traditions and stuff. Some of it is not bad. I mean, it's not bad to come before God and yeah, it's obviously not a bad thing. Yeah. Honoring yeah. your thing, yeah. but then also there are other dynamics at play. Mm-hmm. You also have to now consider. The society we live in now, yeah. Yeah. Um, the laws of the nation, mm-hmm. yeah. Because there's certain things that the I I don't know I haven't read the new marriage bill, but I know before then the Lobola <coughs> marriage didn't have the same rights as the legal marriage. Right. Yeah. So now, from a rights perspective, now you're thinking, okay, for example, if you were to relocate. Mm-hmm. And you don't have a legal marriage certificate. So those are some of the things that you then consider. But in the eyes of God. But in the yeah. eyes of God, 
Yeah. You could. You could. Wow. That's that's like. Yeah. But to answer, yeah. you answer. But then the thing is, what people were now saying, like even on that uh, Instagram post you, yeah, you you posted, like yeah, we've been living together. Where, where do you find years. those things? Just follow. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. We, we consider ourselves married. And I read married. comments a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you then have to ask yourself, but in those twelve years, was there a blessing from the parents? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. technically, a child is under the oversight. Of a parent until they leave to go and be and be there. <coughs> Someone. Mm. So, so you're saying those people who've shacked up, sorry, lived together for twelve <laughs> years <laughs> and they have three kids and you know no no money like given to any parent like because it's not in their culture. Let's say we're talking about white people. Yeah. So um, that's cool. Like, no, 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 why, it's why, not. But they, 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 they're they're the blessing. They got the permission <laughs> from parents. From the rents, yeah. yeah. They got the blessing. Yes. Then, if they got the blessing, it's cool. Okay. So maybe let's actually... I don't know hmm. many churches that will be like, that's cool. No, so so that's... But that's the requirement, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But no one's going to stand on a pulpit and be like, guys, you know, as long as your parents say it's okay, you can just live <laughs> together and have kids. Do you so see course, any get, pastor saying I get what the church is trying to do. I get the importance But of, that's what marriage is, um, account- is a commitment. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then there's the aspect of accountability. Accountability. And, yeah. and the need for... Um, so, because culture is dynamic as well, so some of the things that we see in the Bible are very Jewish in their yeah, context. Yeah. We're not Jewish, mm. yeah. So, so I think I don't think the idea is to copy and paste every single practice because some of those practices don't apply to us, yeah. right? Um, so, so we, we've got to be wise in the way that we do certain it's 40 things. People wearing white dresses. The whole white dress thing. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's a, that's a whole when you, thing. When you look at the origins of the thing, mm-hmm. the white is supposed to represent something, i.e. that she's a virgin. Mm-hmm. But you have 14-year-old people. Which is fine. Like, I, I, I guess, you know, part of it is culture. Part of it is, hey, I love, I want to I wanna get married in a white dress, which is cool. I've got nothing wrong with that. I think that's that's okay right just like, don't wear a white suit and white shoes <laughs> look like pastor chris anyway so oh! <laughs> um no 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 that one's all wearing white suits and white shoes right? and the and the hair and the, the hair escrow. as well <laughs> escrow. anyway uh if you go to pastor chris's church nothing no no no, no shade um but the point is let the bride be the one in white at least please um so here's the thing Brother E, take back that outfit. Were you planning on? Hey, no judgment, bro. No judgment. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm a classic man. I'm okay. a classic and, man. And, and, and you, you know, tux is fine, and my black shoes are fine. I'm just thinking, my God, this is belting the poor man. But yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going. Anyway, the point, the point being, we have to. I think we, we just have to think about what we're doing. Because uh, I'll tell you, I heard a couple of stories that really broke my heart. One of them is there are some churches, some Pentecostal churches, uh, that will tell people that your pastors are now your parents. Mm-hmm. Right? They're now your parents. Your biological parents come second. Okay. So they're, they're secondary. Mm-hmm. So I've heard stories where people will have a wedding, their pastors are there. And their parents are not invited. What? Wow. Yeah, I know. I, I, you, you see what I'm trying to say? What? Honestly, like, like I actually know a story <clears throat> where this happened. And <clears throat> apparently there's several 
cases like this. Mm. And I just think that's a, that's a lot of BS. Honestly, uh, Mr. Producer, I hope I can say this. Uh, but, but BS is just belief systems. So, <laughs> like, 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 guys, um, honestly, uh, for me, that is really messed up. BS is really Hey, can we can we just can we just can we just move on? On. <laughs> Listen, can we just move on? Okay, it's done. Um, so I'm like, there's something wrong there. That's a good title for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> just believe system. <laughs> okay, so. Then I think that's deeply problematic, right? Because what the heck does that even mean? So, so there, I think when churches start doing stuff like that, mm. then we're in error. We're overstepping, you know, we're overstepping, and we've totally missed the plot. Because whether, even if somebody's parents are messed up and they may not even be believers, the Bible tells us to honor our parents. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it doesn't say honor your parents if they believe in Christ mm, and they're. Yeah. It says yeah. honor your parents. Yeah. So, so for me, there, there, there's a problem, and so maybe even as churches, right? And I'm just yeah, churches need to also look at look, look at some of the things that they do, and just objectively think. Could you, okay, does this make sense? Right. Yes, this is our practice. But does it is it is it right? Mm. Does it make sense? Are we honoring the things that the Bible yeah. says we should honor? Yeah. Are we overstepping? Also, are we adopting practices that are, that lack context? Mm. So for me, the whole thing here, Woody. Uh, this is the last thing I want to say. Sorry, I feel like I'm just ranting today. This whole thing here, Woody. Uh, two people, Vanita Rora, right, Lobola, and then the church says we don't recognize that yeah. because yeah. you're not. Yet. So for me, it's like hold up, hold up. What are we saying? If these people have honored their parents mm. and they, mm. they've, they've done the things that need to be done, yeah. the family acknowledges it. They've honored before God and they said, hey, we, we want to do this properly. And we still say that you still need to do the proper thing for us. Then I'm just like, why are you adding that extra layer? Yeah. Then help them and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. Mm. Come to our office, mm. right? As the church, we believe that you should do your vows and whatever. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Mm. Then okay, if you do that, that's okay. But I think you should still acknowledge the fact that an important step has been that's taken. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they're just living in, bruh. Yeah. Cohabiting. Cohabiting. Yeah. I guess it's all a cultural thing. Because even coming back to the Boa story, I don't think Ruth and them had a wedding. wedding or anything. Or there was a pastor or a priest. You know, even in the whole law, there is no coming to the priest. The, the priest is not involved in any... There's no way in the Bible where the priest is involved in well, the marriage sort wow. of thing. So I think... Because I think that whole Genesis scenario sets the tone where the requirement was set that it's, it's a bless, blessing from both parents and a commitment between those two. So what I would say is to people who are in that scenario is that then don't take it lightly. Those people who then say, we've been living together for 12 years, our families are cool with it. Mm. Then you can't then just think, oh, we can then easily separate because you are in a marriage, yeah. whether it's mm. legal or not. Mm. In the eyes of God, 
You yeah. can't then just get just get married already. If you're, yeah. if you're, with, yeah, if you're willing to live together for that long, yeah. Yeah. because now you're in a modern society that you know requires that. So just get the requirements done. Yeah. But in the eyes of God, you're you're married. That's crazy, guys. Yeah. Are you for real right now? Yeah, yeah. I feel like you've opened a can of worms because now people will just be like, oh, if I just get my parents to say bo. Yeah, mm. but then that's the honoring. So that's where it comes in. Now, some parents will say, to them chat. You know, mm. even when you go and pay, ah. they'll say, so now you don't have the blessing. So you can't then say, I've paid Lobola, so to okay, hell okay. with... Does how it starts yeah. matter? So say um, there's a lot of instances where a child goes to study overseas, yeah. then they start living with their partner. Do you know that every time, like I had so many friends who did this, yeah. like when their parents would come and visit, the partner has to move out so that they can pretend like they're not living mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But these are people who they've decided, obviously the, the permission hasn't been given yet. Yeah. But let's say they get to a point, let's say it's five years mm. later, yeah. and they decide to, you know, say the truth to their families and be like, yeah, we've been living together for five years. We now just want to let you guys know, we're not walking down the aisle, we're just informing you. And then the parents say, oh, it's fine, it's okay. It's not fine. No, but then... <laughs> is, is that the same as what you mean, as, as long as you get their blessing? Or no, that's not a but is that a but you haven't honored your parents? No, because of how it started. But yeah, at some point, you've now said you've mm. made it right. Y- yes, yeah. I think at that point, if there is a genuine blessing, yes, yes a genuine way, the parents have forgiven you mm. and you've come to honor them, and there's that whole process where they now acknowledge from that point, not from the time you started before, <laughs> from that point. And so, so, what are we saying about <laughs> children who are birthed in that point from before you honored your parents? Yeah. But oh, it's your children are always born before Aisha. <laughs> Why wasn't Jesus born before his parents were married? Aisha, that's a bit I mean, they were at least betrayed. The thing yeah, is, the thing yeah, is yeah, no that's a bad example. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, guys, but I'm saying, yeah, that, but that, that there's nothing they can do about that. That's still, um, what can I say? It's still. You dishonor the parents, yeah. But then yeah. the kids are there, so there's nothing that can be done. And the thing, the good I, I love thing is making it right, like you say, yeah. where you then come and say, "Hey, guys, okay, this is what it is. Well, this is what." But then don't go and say, "This is what it is. Take it or leave it." Guys. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. But how do you so, ask for permission so, after the fact? Is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's a bad thing. But if your parents are understanding, and if you go and apologize, and especially, I would say to the guy. Because you've taken someone's child without, you know, mm. you need to go and apologize to the parents of your wife and mm. say, and even your own parents for disgracing them. Your, that's a heavy one. <laughs> it is, because, you know, you have gone and taken someone else's child without their blessing. Mm. So, th- is that how they raised you? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not yeah. honoring them as well. Yeah. So if you go and ahead, then, yeah, I see yeah. It from that angle. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of. Um, did you want to say something? Oh no no, it's, it's passed, it's passed. Uh, he's the, already doing math like. Hey, the way this one is, I can jump this. No, I can deepen thought. So I'll throw a spanner in the works. On that note, I'll throw a spanner in the works. So I'm not sure of how the scripture goes, and you guys can look this up. Um. There's a bit where there are terms given on what it takes. We're, we're discouraged from divorcing, right? Yes. Under no circumstances, yeah, divorce. Yeah. Unless there's adultery. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I'm looking at this scenario where there's a union. 
and there is no ceremony with vows and then there is this there is no minister present and then this is something that i know personally is now prevalent mm-hmm. amongst you know our community where yeah. a, a husband in quotes just wakes up and says I I no longer love you I'm leaving. Yeah, kids and, and kids it's, it's, it's rampant. I won't yeah. say prevalent. Yeah. How do you then remedy or prevent that? And that's that's what's going through I my guess, mind. Yeah, I guess that that's what I was going <clears> to <throat> get to. Uh, mm. I was saying that I guess that's where some of these things mm. um come into uh, come into play where if you have both parents mm. giving a blessing mm. when you want to separate they have to come get involved that's where the accountability comes in mm. yeah whereas the scenario she was talking about where they just did it secretly and it's just there there's no accountability oh, yeah. you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it becomes a very tricky situation but mm. in a situation where families mm. are aware, are aware and, and have given you a blessing to say these two are now a union they're starting a family mm. they have our blessing if they have any problems you have a right to you know intervene because you are the accountability you gave the blessing mm. hebrews yeah. uh what's that scripture in hebrews that talks about the marriage bed being undefiled yeah be, being undefiled yeah. uh somebody can just find that i i think it'd be good for us to <clears throat> to just read that yeah but that already shows you the gravity mm-hmm. that um or the weight that marriage yeah. carries and what i find problematic and i'm i'm just trying to think if i like say let's say one of my sisters you know or one of my friends or whatever uh, somebody that i'm close to um and i find out that she's just living with some dude mm. and they they're living in there's no way how are you going to live with somebody and share a bed and things not happen mm. so essentially what's happening is that he's getting all the privileges of marriage mm-hmm. without the commitment that yeah. is required yeah. without the accountability yeah and I, and so i think especially for christians um jordan peterson actually says something really interesting i know jordan peterson is not really a christian but he's one of my favorite people because i just love the way that he thinks he actually talks about this mm-hmm. you know and i think it's one of his most recent um talks that he did where he says that if a guy is just living with a woman with no commitment that already says a lot about the guy mm-hmm. right so so also even though yes it's prevalent in in a lot of places i, I saw this when i was in the states i remember uh, this i think this is the first well, not the first time but um i was in the states and i i meet these guys and they're living together and whatever it was so awkward for me mm-hmm. and i wanted to ask a lot of questions and i thought mm-hmm. you know what this is what they do here Uh, and then only to find out later that they, they I think they lived together for several months for two or three two three years and then they just separated and went their Who's separate this? ways yeah. uh, just uh, it's girl zim girl with a dude from over there mm-hmm. and I just thought this is so stupid mm-hmm. sorry like I just have to say it like this is so stupid because it's like yeah basically just using each other right and i get it when it's people who don't believe in god mm-hmm. but then scripture also tells us to not conform to the pattern of mm-hmm. the world yeah. right so i'm just saying that maybe you are in that situation right now or maybe you know you 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 find yourself thinking about it i'm i'm like if somebody really wants to be with you i think one of the first things is that they've got to honor you and one of the ways to honor you is to honor the fact that hey I I want to get the full benefits of being with you when I'm fully committed to you. And one of the, one of the ways of fully committing to somebody is to take the necessary steps. Yeah. Mm. But 
when you're just living with somebody and you're shacking up together, you're living, you're sleeping in the same bed, you're doing all the things, then I'm like, okay, that, then what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, I, I just think that's a really messed up thing. Call me, call me backward or traditional or whatever, but I, I don't think I'm any of those. Things. I, I just think it's stupid, yeah. straight. <laughs> yeah. But if, I just want to clarify for those that are listening. I'm not saying weddings are bad. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we, we love we love weddings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A pastor's blessing, uh, he represents God, is bad. Nothing bad about mm-hmm. that. But even then, you know what I mean. It's still that whole intermediary thing, which I really don't like. You, your parents, if they're Christians, can give you a blessing. You don't need a pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I mean. It's just honoring God. Yeah, because God. now the yeah. trend is you have your traditional customary wedding and then for it to really be legitimized mm. pastor must come and say a blessing that's like how people feel like oh yeah yeah we found the middle ground and you're like well i don't think it's necessary actually yeah it's not mm. necessary if your parents pray for you yeah yeah you think god's not gonna listen <laughs> mm. Mm. but maybe for that christian whose parents are not saved they yes. feel like then that makes sense yeah then you bring in someone who can pray for but does it my thing is does it have to be a pastor it just needs to That's be someone true. a believer mm-hmm. yeah. who prays over you yeah. and you know or, or is a witness be, when you dedicate your marriage or to someone God. who is a father figure or parental figure maybe yeah but is your pastor a parental figure for some, hey, I can yeah, I can yeah. imagine pastors listening to this and saying these people want to eliminate <laughs> our, take our yeah. powers. For the record, yeah. for the record, we actually love we, we, we respect mm. we respect pastors. Uh, we've got one sitting in here right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's yeah. the one who's doing <laughs> so most of the talking. So he's representing y'all. Hi, your daddy. Hi, your daddy. Not these other ones. He's not your, he's not your dead. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, is that scripture ready? Yeah, yeah, it's Hebrews 13 verse 4. Do you want the New King James? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. The Amplified Version says, Let marriage be held in honor, esteemed worthy, precious, of great mm-hmm. price, and especially dear in all things. And thus let the marriage bed be undefiled, kept undishonored. And then that was a word. For God will judge and punish the unchaste, all guilty of sexual vice and adultery. So that that scripture. Yeah. So it's both adultery yeah. and fornication. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Adultery, <coughs> those that don't know, is when you're married and you go and have sex with someone you're not married to. Mm. And fornication is having sex when you're not married. Mm someone you're not married to just to clarify i think that's where people take what? issue where, like people where, where, when does sex become sex all right anyway okay, carry so, on as PK, you are. Uh, here is my scenario i am when okay fine maybe i got married no no pregnant at like 18 right yeah and then just started living with the guy mm-hmm. everyone kind of knows like open secret she's pregnant they together they have a child mm-hmm. they're now living together Maria I know it was mm-hmm. just like this is now the situation mm-hmm. everyone accepted it and then um, let's say I have another child mm-hmm. and another one let's say I'm four kids deep and then 
I have a revelation mm-hmm. and a conviction that no, I never got my parents' blessing. Mm-hmm. So people now start questioning themselves. So this whole time, I was fornicating, You're even in iniquity. though I was, in my own eyes, this was my husband. Yeah. So I think people struggle to reconcile that. Could you, how could it be so bad if it brought such beautiful children out of the union and, you know, all these good things came out of the, your, your what was a marriage in your head. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't blessed by God, so to speak. So people are like, so you're calling my kids like bastards? Can I say a quick, a quick quote? Just a quick quote before I forget. G.K. Chesterton. It's a proper word, brother. Yes. Oh, which one? Which one? Swearing a bastard. bastard. Oh, no, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just, <laughs> bastard. Uh, there's a quote by G.K. Chesterton, who is an English, um, one of these classic, classical writers. Um, yeah, look him up. Brilliant thinker. He says that before you pull down any fence, find out why it was put there in the first, in the place. first place. Yeah. Right. And I think with things like this, why are certain boundaries put around marriage? Mm-hmm. And also the question still comes back to if you really love each other, if this guy really loves you mm-hmm. and he's willing to have four kids with you mm-hmm. um, and there's no animosity between him and your family, why doesn't he just make it official? Mm-hmm. Why? 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 Because also, it's an easy way out, right? Because I can just start living with a girl, right? But I'm saying this all happened predating your salvation. Okay, so so I think with yeah. that, God is a God of grace. God is exactly. a God of mercy. That's what I was gonna say. So yeah. so I think you know, in a, in scenarios like that, because we're, we're all broken. There are many things that we all mm-hmm. do. Because people mm-hmm. tell me, say, so you want me to ask for forgiveness for years? Like, are you yes. saying my children are born out of sin? Is what they yes. take issue with? Yes. You know, yes. but they, they are. Yes, but then um, people didn't realize they were doing wrong until the law was given. The law pointed mm. out sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that sin wasn't there before. Mm. Yeah. Sin didn't come because of the law. Yeah. The law basically amplified it. Mm. So whether you knew it or not, there are many things that we mm-hmm. do and then we realize that, oh my gosh, that was not right in, in the eyes of God. Yeah. What you did was not right in the eyes of God. Yeah. The kids are for lack of a better word, illegitimate. Yeah. You know what I mean? At that point. Yeah. But like, what I was going to say is, as Kuda said, there's grace. So when you come and confess your sin, there's grace. Mm-hmm. You've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. You know? And all that sin is taken away. Yeah. And, and then now when you make it right, that's what God recognizes. Mm. You know, it's been, it, it, it's made right. The, yeah. the key thing is, it being made right, not staying in that like, but we've been married, mm. we've been together, we don't need to do all these mm. other things. Mm. You need to confess your sin and say, this was not right, this did not honor our parents, this, this did not honor God, we are sorry for this, and you confess your sin, and it's forgiven. Yeah. yeah. Brother E, mm-hmm. as someone who's quarter two, how does this conversation make you feel so far? Uh, uh, very confident, actually. Um, I, I've got. Uh, it's unfortunate. I've got a few more questions, of course. Like, um, how can I put this one? So there's a process within the ceremony of marriage that involves uh, your your vows to each other and yeah. those things that you, you know, do you so and so take so and so to be. And I was just curious to what extent is that uh, how how heavily is it influenced by scripture? 
right? And then there's the there are two promises that are vital in any Christian's mm-hmm. life, right? The one where you uh, receive Christ, right, mm-hmm. and you confess with your mouth and you 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 say it uh, out loud. Yeah. And the second one is obviously when you make those promises when you're getting married. Yeah. And I just wanted to understand or, or try and just have a conversation about where that comes from because I'm interested in this uh, notion of fences going up, you know, and they're there for a reason. And so, so I just wanted to, I, I was just thinking about yeah. that this whole time. I think it's, it's stuff that's evolved mm-hmm. and I'm saying it's not bad. Most of the vows, especially the ones that you don't write yourself, the ones they make you recite, mm-hmm. uh, take it from scripture. That's mm-hmm. more of a ruse. You know, especially for the for the woman, they're taking roots. What the roots said to Naomi, your people shall be my people, mm. etc. This is basically a, a commitment, that sort of thing. So that's why I was um, talking about when you're seeking that blessing, you're obviously making promises. Mm. You're obviously making vows to each other. You've decided to stay with each other mm. and you're confessing that and and saying that in front of your parents will give that blessing to say ah this is what you've decided Mm. there we go and that becomes the the sort of Mm -hmm. um so this whole idea of having a a, you know people gathering and all this just a fail safe against if you are seen messing around in in society that's witness which is Mm. why even in a court Mm -hmm. room they don't require crowd Crowd, mm, exactly mm, mm, mm. but witnesses are required yeah Mm. just the witnesses Mm. but in this case you've got witnesses already your parents yeah Mm. you get what i mean Mm. so those are the witnesses and then they also get excited and call in the community and say hey come and see our children are doing the thing yeah, and it's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what, 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 I guess it was more about why do people get pressured to go into debt to try and fulfill mm. some of mm. these requirements? Yes. Mm, or looked down upon or looked for not having had the white That's a societal thing. That's, yeah. a, that's where, you know, today's culture of status symbols and exactly. creating status yeah. symbols out of marriages comes in. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's outside of, you know, uh, biblical uh, practice. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. if we look at scripture, like I was saying, even in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. there's no way where a priest was involved. Mm-hmm. And even in the New Testament, there's no way where the apostles or the leaders of the church had to officiate, officiate mm-hmm. a, a marriage ceremony. Because marriage wasn't done that way. It was between families. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Where, whereas even if you look at Joseph and Mary... Mm-hmm. You know, they were, I don't know how to say this word. How do you know? Betrothed? Yeah. Betrothed? Okay. Yeah. Betrothed. Betrothed. <laughs> Betrothed. But Betrothed. that thing, mm. it was a promise to say, hey, I'm coming to what? It was an agreement mm. between mm. families that mm. these people are going to become one, one. at mm. some yeah. point. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important for yeah. people to also realize that um, I think for women, maybe, especially with things like weddings, it's something that you've dreamt of since you were young and you've always had this picture Mm. and i think there's actually something really lovely about that because it just shows the the distinctions that are there between men and women because you know women dream of these things and i actually think there's nothing wrong with that right Mm. um because it speaks to your femininity and that's that's a lovely thing uh but but then i think what matters is the the two of you come together if you agree that hey this is what we're going to do we're going to we can't afford a wedding right now Mm. um but we're going to do it this way or if you choose to have a big wedding because you can afford it you want to have all your friends there to celebrate with you 
I think those things are great. What I think the challenge is, is when, you know, you want to get Kevin the wedding planner, you want to spend 50K on a wedding, yeah. you do all these fancy things, post on Instagram, brilliant. Then two months down the line, we're divorced. And I'm like, and I'm, I've seen a couple of those things, right? Well, I'm just like, but guys, you know, so, so maybe it's because we're, we're more interested in the glitz and glam and haven't really thought about how deep a commitment yeah. marriage is. And I think the glitz and glam and just also the pressure of, I need to be married by such a yeah. yeah. time. I think right? people yeah. focus more on the event than the actual institution. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah even, yeah. It, yeah, even the Bible glamorizes the festivity around weddings. Yeah. I mean, Jesus turned water into wine. It's such, yeah. uh, let's just say the, the feasts and the, the, my wedding will have lots of wine. Yeah. And, unfortunately, the there's, there's, there's the society we live in now where the the bigger that is, the more you separate yourself from being a part of the poor class. And then yeah. if you can't afford that, then yeah, you're telling the whole community we're broke. Yeah. yeah. But that also has to do with the sort of life that you're portraying even before you're married. Mm -hmm. Because if you're, if you're constantly portraying this life of, hey, I've got my things together, then now you're under pressure to perform. Mm -hmm. yeah. But just, just live your life, bro. Just, yeah. you can also not marry as you at the time, Auna. Like if, you, everybody, we're all at different stages in life. And I think the problem comes when we, we keep wanting to portray these images and then now we're wanting to project pressure pressure for nothing just just do you yeah. just live yeah. your life and honor but God. but if you can afford it hey yeah. it's yeah. not a bad thing yeah. you know yeah it's a good thing to have your pastor yeah and definitely and, definitely but um in the strictest strictest mm -hmm. sense mm -hmm. it's not a requirement mm -hmm. it's a good thing thank mm -hmm. you pastor yeah i do think we've probably like really messed with a lot of people's heads they're like, I thought this was a Christian party. I'm joking. But we, <laughs> we are here to mess with your heads. <laughs> They're thinking, what? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, take this recording. Get your parents to listen to it. You save a lot of money. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for all of your input. And we shall... This is an uncut episode, yep. just so that everybody is aware. Our uncut episodes are really just casual conversations between... Well, in-house, between the team. And we've also got... Some biblical experience, but that's why we have PK here. <laughs> biblical knowledge come through with the biblical knowledge, but also our life experience and how we have found living out the word has been for us. And we're not trying to lead anyone astray, yeah. but we're just trying to get these conversations going so that you think about things in a different way and yeah. maybe a better way in some instances. So, yeah. Thank awesome. you for listening. Any questions, you can post them, splash them on our social media pages. We'll be happy to uh, engage with you. And we will see you soon. Catch you on the next one. Hear you soon. Goodbye. Peace. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.